Welcome to the Align with Anna podcast. My name is Anna Ortiz Aragon. I am a shaman, intuitive, and channel. I work with energy, sound healing, and plant medicine to guide my soul family back to their ancestors, reconnect them with their spirit team, and the overall oneness and love that is the collective consciousness. So if I'm speaking your language, you have come to the right place, and I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for tuning in and for making this time for you. Lots of love. Okay, you guys, thank you so much for being here. This is the newest episode of the Align with Anna podcast. I'm Anna Ortiz Aragon, and I'm here with my friend, life coach, business mentor, business mentor, hypnotherapist, and author, Krista Kathleen. Hey, Krista, how are you? Hi, Anna. Thanks for inviting me to be on your podcast today and to hang out with your people. I'm so excited for this opportunity. Oh, girl, me too. This has been a long time coming. I'm so excited. So we are going to be talking about Krista's new book, Beyond the White Picket Fence, Breaking Out of the Life Everyone Expects expects You to Live. So this book is just really raw. It's really personal. It's really beautiful. And we're going to get into it soon. But before we talk about the book, I would love to share how we met. So Krista and I met through my one of my best friends, Dr. Charlotte Meyer. She's a chiropractor, acupuncturist, Reiki master, and she introduced us. And then we went to brunch and it was beautiful. Krista was pregnant at the time. We were both like new moms. And yeah, it's just really sweet to have another mom friend, another business friend who is like into the spiritual healing and world as well. Yes, girl. Yeah, I'm so grateful for Dr. Charlotte. Um, connecting us and I yeah I was pregnant at the time she was um, doing acupuncture treatments for me during my pregnancy and she's like can I connect you to this amazing woman in St. Louis and anytime someone says that I'm always like automatically yes actually that's how my book got started was through a mutual connection so you got to pay attention to those things it's you know it's the universe your spirit guides dropping in and trying to give you the next step towards success so yeah, here we are. Absolutely. Here we are. Yes, girl. Okay, so Krista, will you go ahead and introduce yourself? Tell us about you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so well, I'm based here in St. Louis, Missouri with Anna. I was born and raised here. And I, let's see, um, obviously everything's in the book, but I'll try to give Cliff Notes version of my introduction is I was um I was the good girl growing up and I was the person who didn't want to rock the boat, the people pleaser, uh, said yes to everything in order to make everybody else happy except myself. Uh, went to nursing school at the University of Missouri because my mom and my sister were a nurse. I didn't want to let my parents down. Um, wanted to, the good paying, stable career. And even though I hated nursing school the entire time, I was like, suck it up, Krista. It'll be fine, it'll get better. Um, during yeah. it never, news flash, it never got better. And oh. the only thing is I got a paycheck out of it. Um, and mm -hmm. then from there, I met my husband who was in the military. Um, even though, and we ended up getting married a couple years later, it was ended up being a terrible, awful marriage, but he did get me out of Missouri, which was awesome. Um, we lived mm -hmm. in Hawaii for a couple of years. We lived in Seattle for a couple of years. We traveled all over the world. Um, and that's where I really fell in love with world traveling and started to figure out who I am. And that's kind of like when the universe 
really powerfully stepped in and said, okay, Krista, it's time to let go of the former life that you created that was really not meant for you. You created it for everybody else. And now it's time to create this new beautiful life that's going to help you live your purpose more and be happier and more free and more money, more success. And it was a really painful process and transition, but amazing. That led me to where I am today of being an online life coach and business mentor, working with women all over the world, right from my home, right from my computer, um, you know, getting paid really well and, and really helping to transform lives. And so I'm really happy where I am now, but it's, it was a journey. And that's why I knew all this had to go in the book. Cause I know I'm not the only one on this journey right now. Yes, absolutely. Girl. And I loved just your, your raw transparency, your honesty with, you know, I basically went into nursing because it ran in the family and I wanted to, you know, follow the course. I got there and I tried to make it work, but I knew that it wasn't working. Just like the way that you described the story is uh, so truthful, you know, and I think it definitely like shines light on why you became a life coach because it's like, hey, I've had a lot of trial and error in my own life. And then I started listening and like taking these leaps of faith and like, look what happened. It worked out beautifully. And now I have my dream career and my dream life. And you are rewarded for that, for those leaps of faith. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, they are so hard and so scary to take. Um, and I'm so grateful I, I was working with my first life coach who was able to help me navigate when all this was happening. Um, and that's why I like to do this for women now because, right, we have our Saturn returns um, in our late 20s or yeah. early 30s that is basically um, forcing us into a new way of living. And it's really scary and terrifying when it happens. And a lot of times we don't know why it happens. And so it's yeah. really good to have that guide who can yep. help us through that transition. I'm sure you've probably experienced something similar, Anna. Oh, oh yes, girl. Yeah. Saturn's return is no joke. Yeah. That's like 28, 29, 30. And essentially you just have this like revelation about your responsibilities and you know who you believe as authority figures and what is important to you, your foundations. It's like, and people who are not even into astrology know that when you cross from 20s to 30s, like you are different. You see things differently, things transform. And so yeah, to help people along this journey, it's just, you know, nobody wants to feel lost and alone and unseen, unheard. Like Oh my gosh, girl. So yeah, providing that space for women to just be open and be like, yeah, this is what I'm struggling with. This is what I'm marinating on, you know, like thinking about and um, yeah, girl, it's beautiful, beautiful work. So needed right now, like yeah. oh, Corona, like how, okay. So how has Corona kind of like affected your, your work? You know, like, have you seen different themes come up? Like, how has this been for you, girl? I don't know if it's okay to say this, but it's actually, COVID's had a really positive effect on yes. business and what I do. I feel guilty saying that, but it's yeah. true. Mm -hmm. um, I've been working online since 2016 and nobody knew what that meant. Um, when I told people that yeah. as long as I have Wi-Fi, I can work from anywhere in the world, people just like didn't understand that concept. And now, you know, every, pretty much everybody knows what Zoom is. Uh, when I was doing my coaching calls on Zoom, people yep. were like, what is this platform? How do I get on? And now everybody knows what Zoom is. And now more and more people are waking up and 
they're wanting to live their lives differently, more consciously. A lot of more people are wanting to yeah. uh, work online or become life coaches or have more freedom and flexibility. So they're coming mm. to me to help them to create those things. So uh, I, it's, it's an honor mm. that I can, I can help them, you know, um, bring that transition from being out in the real world to, you know, bringing their life and their yes. world more into the online world that, and especially for new moms, that is like, such a huge blessing to be able to do that as well. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's yeah, major. I, I had my first baby during the pandemic last year and mm -hmm. uh, I, mm -hmm. I really want to like cater more towards moms because we're so right due to the responsibilities of motherhood. Uh, a lot of times we have to give up on our yes. dreams or we can't make as much money as we want or accomplish mm. the things we want. And I found working yep. online and having your own coaching business, as you know, right, you're a mom, you have your own coaching business is like, it, yeah, you girl. can do both. You can be an amazing mother and you can um, still go after your career dreams and the success that you want. Mm. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. It is. It so is. Yes. Oh, girl. Yeah. I Moms deeply speak to me as well. And it's kind of like once you're in the club, you just know and you just want to help other women along the way. Like we used to be tribal people. We used to share everything, share caregiving, share food, share protection and defense and like creation. Everything was like everybody was working like part-time like together and everything was like provided for and then we became so separate and isolated where every family unit felt like they needed to survive completely on their own you know and I think that corona has really been like whoa everybody stop get off the rat race like this is not what we are meant to do this is not how we are supposed to live family is a part of life and your work should allow for and encourage like family time, you know, that is part of our health. And um, girl, yeah, so I agree, like Corona has been so interesting, girl. And for me as well, like my creativity just like exploded. And even my intuition, like, literally, it almost feels like the age of information and such like an abundant time, you know, like we can do whatever we want, you know, like the old way of doing things like obviously doesn't work is no longer. And we're kind of like creating what the future looks like today. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm. What a time to be alive, right? Yeah. The great oh. awakening. Oh girl. <laughs> so massive yeah everybody's in the same boat together and it's like okay this is going to be in the history books you guys like this is major for the human race like we will never be the same after this yeah, oh thank, girl thank goodness mm. why do we want to be the same it was it was going down a really bad path for so many people yeah it sure was girl yeah and uh now i really believe that like our life and a holistic approach to life is the answer like clearly this is the solution um, oh my gosh, girl. Okay. So going back to your practice, going back to your book, um, what are some things that you do for you as you are caring for others? Mm, okay. What are some things I do for me as I'm caring for others? And when you say caring for others, is that like my clients or my, my son, my family? Yes. So I'm, I'm looking at like clients. So like holding space for these women, working with them, guiding them, coaching them. Mm -hmm. How do you give to them and then the family also, but then make room for Krista? Mm, that's a really powerful question. 
I guess I think it all comes down to boundaries. Yeah. I think boundaries is everything, especially for empaths. Um, oh. I recently went through my level one Reiki training with Dr. Charlotte, and I've been really learning about yeah. if you identify as a um, sensitive empath that you really have to learn. Yeah. You have to put yourself first and you have to have boundaries or otherwise you just, you can't exist in this world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, and, and that becomes even more evident as you become a mom. And yes. so you're right. So being a mom, being a business owner, being a partner, uh, I've learned, you know, so I actually went on a retreat to Guatemala last mm. month and we did this workshop and it was asking about like what are different priorities in life? It's a, the guide asked us to list out like our, our top 10 priorities. And okay. the list that I did, this might shock some women, is I, I did myself first because yeah. I, I came first before anything else in my life, before my, before my partner, before my business. So yep. Yep. that relationship with yourself, right, is the most important. Um, and then after that is my son, right? Because he depends mm -hmm. on me and needs me yeah. to survive. Uh, next is my business. My business is what gives me purpose. Uh, yeah. It gets me out of mm -hmm. bed in the morning. It's, I say it saved my life. Like when yeah. I went through my hurricane year in 2016, being able mm -hmm. to coach other women, help other people is what like saved me from depression, oh. from anxiety, from hurting myself. So, yeah. Um, and yes. then, then next is my partner. And then, and then my family after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, you know, there would have been a time where I wouldn't have been able to honestly admit that and put that out there. But I think that is, that is what needs to be in order for me to be an excellent partner, an amazing, yeah. mom, amazing business owner. Like that is the order that needs to be honored. Yeah. Oh girl. Beautiful. Yes. I feel the same way. You know, it's, a, it's kind of like when you're on the airplane, they'll, Hey mom, you put your mask on first. And it's like, yeah, like, man, if my energy is crazy or I'm exhausted or I'm not eating right or getting my, you know, whatever that I need, like everything else is harder. It's more difficult. It's confusing. You know, it's, yeah, it's just out of alignment, you know? And if I can get me first, then my babies because they're babies and then my business, because that's my joy, right? Like that's my pride and joy. That's my gift to the world. And then my partner, you know, and then how, ideally he's doing the same thing, right? Where he's taking care of himself and then the kids and then like, and then we're all like kind of in harmony together. Um, yeah, like that would be ideal if we could really just, you know, allow folks the space and give them the resources to take care of themselves first. Imagine what world we would live in. Mm -hmm. mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So hopefully for anyone listening to that, that gives them permission to maybe, you know, look at the priorities in their life and, you know, where are you on that priority list, you know, and that's actually what allowed me to write this book. Um, when I was getting, I had all these people in my life coming up to me and saying, you should write a book, you should write a book. And I always take that as a sign from the universe. When you're getting the same message mm -hmm. from people, that is like your spirit guides trying to communicate with you. And so much had happened in my life and I knew it had to go in this book, but I was so scared. Mm. I was scared I was going to hurt other people because I knew I had mm. to write about the people in my life. Um, I was scared about what my family was going to think. I wasn't a mom at the time, but then after becoming a mom, I was like, what will my son think? And, you know, like mm -hmm. we spend so much of our lives 
being worried about what other people think and <sighs> holding ourselves back because yeah, worried of other people's opinions, which don't even matter. And people aren't yep. even like focusing on us or thinking about us <laughs> as much as we think. Yes, girl. Yeah. We're kind of like self-obsessed, like self-consumed. Yeah. And it's like, wait, girl, like it's not that serious. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so I was talking with my book editor who I ended up hiring, Nikki, um, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared of like, what if my ex-husband reads this? And, and she's like, mm. yeah, this is your story. You deserve to put your story on the world. Trust yourself that like, you're going to do it from a place of love and compassion. You're not going to do it to hurt anybody else. You're not going to yeah. say anything that's not true, but yeah. you deserve to have your story put on the world. And I was like, thank you. That is what I needed to yeah. hear. Oh, oh girl, that resonates deeply with me. Like I am someone who too wants to write and a lot of folks have encouraged me as well. But yeah, I think it's like a little bit of the fear, like, okay, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going all in, which means there's going to be some truths, some possibly painful, raw truths about the family, about my upbringing, about, you know, previous relationships and even business, you know, like it's going to be raw. And so what would you say to others who are, you know, life coaches or, you know, considering this career path and they have a fear of speaking? Ooh, uh, I like that. Cause you're right. This is actually the, like, being visible and being raw with your journey and everything. Um, actually, when we did our virtual book launch party and Nikki was one of the guest speakers, my editor, she said, this is the thing that authors struggle with the most is mm. um, fully leaning in and, and being visible and, and raw with their stories. Uh, like I, mm. we live in this world of this, right? Obviously, you know, social media, this is, it's your office, it's my office. And you see all these like beautiful, glamorous photos of people in their lives and traveling all over the world. And it just yeah. creates this like fucked up reality mm -hmm. of thinking that everybody has this perfect life. And then when we go through our own struggles and pain that there's something wrong with us, we're doing something wrong because our mm -hmm. life doesn't look Pinterest perfect like someone else's life. Yeah. Um, and the reality is, is that we are, you know, I'm sure you've experienced this too, Anna, working one-on-one -on -one with clients, right? Would they open up and they share their, their greatest struggles yes. and their biggest fears and their most shameful life events yes. with us. And then you start to realize that everybody's going through pretty much the same thing. <laughs> and it's mm -hmm. crazy because we're not, nobody's talking about it. So here we are, yes. we're all struggling. We're all suffering together with the same things, but nobody is standing up and, and sharing these things because they're not, they don't look and feel Pinterest perfect. Mm. Right. Um, yes. So, so I think to answer your question, I kind of like detoured around the topic, but like, I, no, I, it's think, beautiful. <laughs> I think everybody should read my book. If, if you have a, friend, if you have a fear of, yeah, for real. Uh, wait, what was your original question? If they have a fear of, oh, like, you know, speaking up, what would you say to encourage yeah. them to pursue this? Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Read my book first and then mm -hmm. it's going to get, it's this, basically my book is this living, breathing, massive permission slip to yeah. show up in the world as your most authentic, real self. And that, that, that is the medicine that this world needs and that your friends yeah. and your clients need. So you'll, you're going to feel this massive shift as you read this book of 
Yes. It, it's time to be the real me. Yeah. And speak up and it's okay mm-hmm. to rock the boat and it's okay to trigger yeah. people who have opposing views and opinions. And that's what the yes. world needs right now. It is girl. I just got chills. That is your medicine. It's just the raw vulnerability and honesty. That is your medicine, literally. And just people watching you, reading your book, even your posts, your statuses and things like that. It's like, yo, she's not sharing. Cinderella story. She's sharing the real. And it's such a gift, you know, to see that. Um, And it gives other women permission. It's like, wow, okay, she can do it too. And, you know, that's where we can find commonality. And it's like, when you, when you turn a spotlight onto the shadow, it doesn't have so much power over you anymore. Mm, I like, yes, I love the spotlight on the shadow. Yeah. I want to, I want to add to that, and and this story is in the book as well, is I had an abortion when I was 22 years old, and it was with my husband, but before we got married, and we just weren't ready to become parents at that time, and I knew that it was time to, you know, share this story publicly with the world, because I was a labor and delivery nurse prior to becoming a coach, and I had seen with all my patients that, like, one out of four of my patients had either a miscarriage or abortion. So, right, Mm -hmm. it's a very common thing for women again, but we're not talking about it because it's more of a taboo topic. And so I just kept getting these confirmations from the universe of like, you need to really go public with the story, talk about your abortion. And I was Mm. absolutely terrified, absolutely terrified, right? Right, girl. Um, But I was like, I'm just gonna do it. And I remember I was in traveling to Canada at the time and I had my little, tripod set up and my phone on my tripod and I wanted mm-hmm. to do a live but I wasn't brave enough to do a Facebook live then yeah so I I just did a recorded video and then I decided to upload it later and, yes. and it's still on my YouTube channel anyone can go watch it but it was basically just me sitting on the floor crying talking <laughs> to the camera and saying like this is what happened um I accidentally got pregnant at 22. I wasn't ready to become a mom. I felt okay yeah. with not continuing on with the pregnancy. And I'm just crying and releasing the whole time as I'm talking. And yeah. it was terrifying, but it was so healing doing that. And yeah. I remember just being like, I, I don't know what to expect as I share this to the online digital world. And then um, one of the women that I worked with in a hospital back in Seattle, she said, um, you know what, Krista, I think your story is going to help people more than it's going to hurt people. And mm. that has, that has always become like my guiding factor <sighs> to this day moving forward. If there's something that I'm really scared about sharing, cause it's really like raw and vulnerable. I always ask myself, is this going to help people more than it's going to hurt people? And if the answer yeah. is yes, then I always share it because yeah. um, it's okay if it hurts or triggers, but I know that it's going mm-hmm. to yeah more and and so it all comes with the package and so that was really like a profound moment for me and I got hundreds and hundreds of comments and um people who reached out and said thank you I also went through one I thought I was alone um I had so many clients that came out from that as well which I wasn't expecting and right um, it just Mm -hmm. felt really powerful to talk about because you don't really find a lot of stuff online. I mean, you'll find like facts and everything, but you don't find personal stories around this. So mm. that's why I, you know, that is one of the chapters in this book is going into detail of what it was like to, you know, get an abortion. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, girl. Yes. I think ooh, it's almost like our duty and responsibility. Like, hey, I am doing the world a disservice if I do not share my truth or my medicine, right? So any fears need to take a back seat, literally. Like, no, this, this is more important than any fear that I have. This like opening and possibility for others out here, like, oh my gosh, girl, so beautiful. And uh, I wanted to share that in the book, it's really beautiful because yes, it's Krista's story, but she also shares lots of stories of other women. So in this chapter that Krista's talking about, about abortion, there are like at least five other stories at the end of the chapter of other women and what they were going through and why they made this decision. Um, and there's also really beautiful research too. Like you go into the law and you go back into history and you're like, hey, you guys. So it's educational. It's about all the other women, it's Krista's individual story. Um, and then there's also journal prompts. So I just feel like it's super well-rounded and like, there's no way you're not gonna get something out of this. Like it's so raw and real that, you know, it's gonna trigger something in you. And uh, hey, triggers are arrows. They just point you in the direction of something that you need to like look at a little bit and be like, okay, that's kind of intense for me. Why? Let me get curious about this. And like judgment free, like loving yourself in the uncomfortable uh, feelings. So girl, like, I'm just so proud of you. Like, first of all, just writing a book period is a major project. And then how deeply and heart centered you did is like another level for sure. Um, Thank you. It's so beautiful, girl. I'm literally so honored to know you and just like, I'm so proud of you, girl. It's beautiful. Thank you. <sighs> I love what yes, you my love. about the triggers being arrows. And I even like, yeah, talk about that in the opening of the book that like this book may trigger you. Mm -hmm. And if so, that's okay. And it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, Cause you're yeah. right. That brings up the stuff that's ready to be healed and worked through and, and talked about. And yeah. um, it's just, it's kind of like COVID, mm -hmm. like COVID basically yeah. triggered the shit mm -hmm. out of all of us. And, and <laughs> we can be pissed off about it. Or like you said, we can get curious and say, right. Is the why is this happening? What does this mean for me at this time? What, what's ready to be healed or changed in my life? And, and that's mm. what this book is meant to do. It's meant to like be a magnifying glass um, on certain things that are no longer working for us. And yeah, uh, I just, you know, I know not everyone's like me, but I know a lot of people can relate to being the good, you know, I was straight A's homecoming queen. I was the good girl. I went to mm. church every Sunday. I tried to do everything that I was told to do. So I wasn't a sinner and I wouldn't go to hell and, and die on the spot. And it really didn't, that life didn't work for me anymore. It didn't get me anywhere. Um, yeah. I just was resentful and angry and pissed off. And I felt like I was drowning and nobody was saving me. And yeah. so I know there's other people out there who are feeling like this and they just want to be free. They want to- yeah. They want to live their life how they want to live it. They want to fuck up if they need to fuck up and not feel yeah. like they're going to die and go to hell for it. Like they want to be, we need to be human beings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We need to yes. have permission to be messy, imperfect human beings. And I just don't see mm. a lot of like books or spaces mm. for to, to accept that and welcome that in. Mm. Right. Girl, I feel that. Yeah. I mean, you know, Brene Brown, who you also 
also mention in the book a lot is like, you know, you can't have intimacy without vulnerability, period. So vulnerability is crucial. And that is the painful. That's where you need courage. You need your heart in it. And uh, faith that me sharing this will have a positive, you know, effect at some point later in time, you know, that um, I will be rewarded for my vulnerability, for overcoming my fear, and that, you know, it is in the best interest of everyone. So girl, like you are literally just preaching this. You are walking the walk, you're talking the talk, and it's just beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Yay, girl. Okay, so something that I ask everybody is what is something that you have recently let go of? Mm, okay. So when I was going through my level one Reiki training with Dr. Charlotte, um, you do like an attunement at the end. It's kind of like a graduation healing ceremony. Yep. And when she was doing the attunement on me, I felt, I just started crying and I felt this (sighs) huge need to release from all of the men that I had been with in my life that I had tried to like fix, or I had tried to um, take on their problems. Um, This is something that's comfort. A lot of times people who feel called to serve and help, um, right? People who are social workers, nurses, therapists, life coaches, teachers, um, we want to help people. Um, What ends up happening Mm -hmm. is we can become codependent and then we stop the other person from healing and growing because we're trying to take on their stuff as our own. And so I just felt in this ceremony that I was, it was time, it was time to give all of them back their stuff. So that way they could move forward in life and I can focus on my journey. I didn't have to take on yeah their struggles and, and their pain and, and all that. And it was just absolutely wonderful. I've never felt that type of release before. Um, so that is definitely something that, and I know it's not like going to be all done at once. It's, it's a continue, right? Like healing yeah. and growing, you don't just do it like all in one setting. And then you're like, okay, yeah. I'm good. I'm done for the rest of my life. Like it's just continuous, like peeling back the layers of an onion. So um, yes. but that was a really deep layer to release. Oh girl. Yes. Oh, so powerful. Yeah. As healers, it's like the healer paradox, right? Like boundaries going back to where we started. Like, Hey, this is mine and this is yours. Like, Ooh, girl. So beautiful. Um, I love that. Yeah. Mm, Amazing. Okay. My love. Well, this has been absolutely beautiful. And before we close out a couple more questions. So number one, how can we reach you and how can we get the book? Yeah, absolutely. So I want everybody to read this book. Um, So yeah, if you go on Amazon and type in, you know, Beyond the White Picket Fence, Krista Kathleen, it'll pop up. There are a couple other Beyond the White Picket Fence books, but mine is the only one with a picture of me naked on the photo um, holding pink flowers. (laughs) So you can't miss that. Right. So Um, Or if you go onto my website, KristaKathleen.com, you know, there's more about my story about, you know, how you can work with me as a life coach, or you can purchase my book there. Um, And then the next best place would probably be on Instagram at Krista K coach. And I'm there as well. I mean, I'm online every day, all day since my (laughs) office. So 
Perfect. Yay, girl. Okay, so I'm going to put all these links in the notes. So check the show notes. And then finally, girl, before we sign off, do you have any final thoughts? Anything you'd like to share to summarize our episode today? Um, final thoughts, final thoughts. Yeah, let me sit with this for a minute. I learned in my public speaking courses that I don't have to answer right away. So. Oh, yeah. Um, let me see what's coming towards me that what what do people need to hear most in this moment Mm. I think the the thing I need to that's coming through that I need to share is that we're not broken we're not Mm. fucked up we don't need to be saved like I believe that we are perfectly created by God the universe you know, whatever is he believe in. I believe we're all perfect. We're perfectly created. We're perfectly designed. Mm-hmm. And anything that any life experience that you have or anything that you feel about it is all welcomed and is all meant to be there. So uh, my hope is to just start to see a world where people um, start to accept themselves more and yeah. um, lean into their journeys and give themselves permission to heal their shame and that uh, to yeah, be able to live their life out loud more if they want and to talk about these things that are coming up because um, we all want to hear it. We all need to hear it. Yeah. And like you said, mm-hmm. Brene Brown, she is the shame researcher out there. Um, and uh, one of my favorite quotes that she said is like, you need to own your story before other people own it for you. So I think just practice owning your story. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm girl that is perfect yeah that's exactly what I needed to hear and so I hope everyone listening this is basically like a live transmission whenever you hear this now or in the future just know that yeah we're thinking of you and we're just so proud of you for being who you are stepping forward stepping into your power and speaking your truth mm-hmm. yes yeah. yeah oh Krista thank you so much much this was amazing i just love spending time with you and yeah this was an honor girl thank you so much for joining me today mm-hmm. thank you anna this was beautiful i love you so much oh my god love to you girl okay you guys so we're gonna sign off i love you and see you on the next episode bye, bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Align with Anna. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And please be sure to check out the show notes for any resources. And if you'd like to work with me, please check out my website, www.alignwithanna.com. I offer one-on-one coaching, one-on-one healing sessions here in my home in St. Louis with my sound bowls, a virtual new moon sister circle, and women's retreats. And finally, if you would love to share this episode or podcast with your soul fam, your soul sisters, and business besties, I would love that. My goal is to just share the wisdom, to just be a channel and share the magic with whoever is here for it. So I love you. I wish you a beautiful day. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you soon.